You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, the original, the only Momuchi, no imposters out here. We're going to talk about that in a sec. Mm. Alongside, of course, Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Real name. No gimmicks. Now, I'm glad you say that because uh, we have a very, very serious issue at hand. Oh, we have a very serious, serious issue. Serious? I'm stressed okay. out right now, BJ. Oh, someone okay. out there is doing me dirty. Okay. Somebody, I don't know who yet, but I will find out who has created an Instagram profile pretending to be me. Now, they're pretending to be me. They've gained thousands of followers pretending to be me. They're messaging people pretending to be me. So if you get a message on Instagram pretending from like it's from me, it's not me. I'm not messaging no one. So if you get a message on Instagram, it's not me. It's someone. And we're going to find them. We've opened an investigation. We've opened an investigation. And I will find you. And we will deal with you. Because that's not me. Oh, You can't. We say real name, no gimmicks. It ain't just BJ, that's real name, no gimmicks. That's me too. The one, the only. <laughs> the fresh, the homie. You know the vibes. So, <laughs> if you get any messages from me, it's a scam. It's a scam. Okay. Someone's pretending to be Mo Moonsy. So, I just got to let my people know. Because I can't have my people being scammed by an imposter. A fraudulent imposter. Fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> had to let the people know that one B. It's a very serious issue, man. Very yes, serious. Man. Yes, you did. Very serious. Yes, you did, bro. Yes, you did. Well, well, let's get to we gotta get to the bottom of it. And, so, I, you know. and I gotta say as well, about 90% of the people that have messaged me saying, Mo, someone's pretending to be you, they all female. So ladies, be careful. Because the Don Dad <laughs> I'm staying in my house, I'm doing a podcast. I ain't messaging no one. So if you get a message, don't screenshot it, don't tell your friends. Don't tell the world it's not me. Just let me know and report the account. If you guys get a message or see the account, report the account. Very easy. Very simple. You know what I'm saying? Got to look out for the queens out there. Can't have anyone playing no games. But moving on. Moving on to the NBA. Big, big news. Big, big news. BJ... Huge news, monumental news. Now, I don't know how long monumental. you guys have been watching the NBA, right? If you're long-term fans of the NBA, you will remember it was in 2010. There was a little lockout. In 1999, there was a little lockout. And a lockout is when the NBA owners, the guys who own the teams and the NBA themselves, can't come to an agreement with the Players Association and they're negotiating against each other and they can't come to terms on what's called the CBA, the Collective Bargaining Agreement. Now, if the parties can't come Mm -hmm. to an agreement, there can be no games. That's why, you know, we saw players playing overseas, players playing in the park, players playing in pickup leagues because there was no NBA way back in 2010. So now the NBA and the NBA Players Association have reportedly agreed to a seven-year collective bargaining agreement, meaning there will be no lockout, BJ. Basketball will continue. Amazing news for fans, players, teams, and all the rest. And we're going to dive into this collective bargaining agreement with everything that's been reported. We're going to break down all the new features that are coming to the NBA. BJ, I know you've had the news and you've had a chance to look at it. What was the first thing that stood out to you? 
Well, the first thing is like, okay, how did this happen? <laughs> like, you know, you know Draymond Green yeah. is very unhappy. He's been on the Twitter timeline saying that the Players Association have fumbled and they had all the leverage. He's not happy with what they negotiated. And we'll talk about why in a sec. But continue. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did not see the details of the deal. But it just, like, how did this happen? You know, how did this come about? You know, it's, it was a Friday evening in the States. And all of a sudden, you know, this was leaked out on ESPN that a deal was done. How did this happen? When mm-hmm. did it happen? What were the parameters of the deal? Like, you know, I, I, I'm anxious to see it. I'm excited to see what they actually negotiated. You know, the the fact that there won't be a work stoppage, um, I guess, is good news. However, you know, you when you do a deal, you know, if it's going to be a good deal, you're going to it, it has to meet what needs to happen in the short term. And then talking seven years from today, seven years, right? You're anticipating a mutual mutual so opt out after the yeah, sixth year. So you're hoping that this deal will, you know, on both sides, that it will participate in the upside of whatever the deal could be. So I, you know, without seeing the deal, I want to see it, but that seems like a long time, but it must, it must've been good enough where the owner said, you know what, let's lock this in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what makes me nervous. So, but you know what, Let, let's see what it is. So, we have a few details that have leaked. Um, let's go through them. In-season tournament, okay. changes to the salaries, and the all-NBA voting and awards voting. So let's start with the, the salaries, because that's what Draymond Green was unhappy about. The new CBA, reportedly, will include a second tax apron that will eliminate a team's mid-level exception when they hit the threshold. A 20% increase in the veteran extension limits and a third two-way contract via the cap extension. So rosters are going to get bigger. They can have an additional two-way guy on it. They're eliminating the mid-level exception for the highest spending teams. So that means, for example, I think the Warriors, how they signed Dante DiVincenzo, they wouldn't be able to have him. The Celtics, how they signed Gallinari, they wouldn't be able to have him. The Clippers, who did they sign with their mid-level? They wouldn't be able to have them. So the highest spending teams are going to suffer. Am I right? Okay, sounds right. Yep, I think that's to sounds it, right. I mean, I, it sounds right. Parity. You know, that's what's reported. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's that's the first thing. Do you think that's a good move for the league? Well, I have to under, I have to put it in its proper context. So what's the reason? So what's the offset to it? Okay, so does that encourage the teams that are not in the luxury tax to to utilize that mid level? Like, what's the What's the reason? I don't I don't know the reason. I just I'm just listening and hearing reports like everyone else. So what are they going to do then? So what does that mean for the other teams? So do you get a bonus. Do you get an opportunity to sign players if you don't? What What's the what's the offset here? So um, whilst tax player tax paying teams are losing access to the mid level signings in free agency, 
Adrian Wojnarowski says the new CBA is expected to create more spending and trade opportunities for teams at the middle and lower spectrum of spending and offer those teams larger trade exceptions and additional options in free agency. So assuming all those players who were signed by the top teams with the mid-level exceptions, they're now going to remain on the free agent market and give those smaller teams an opportunity to bolster their rosters by adding very good quality players to their teams. Um you know, Draymond Green said that he's never seen someone go to a table with the assets that make an entire machine go and lose every time. He says, um, he 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 says uh, a whole bunch of different things uh, that the players have lost once again. Um, one thing that will benefit the players is the extending of the amount of salary increase and extensions from the current 120% up to 140%. So, for example, Jalen Brown, who a lot of people are talking about, currently is eligible for a four-year $165 million extension when his deal runs out. But with the new CBA, this could increase to a four-year $189 million because instead of extending his contract by 120%, they extend it by 140%. So it's more money for the, for the players who are signing extensions. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear what, what's the count of these things. Like, okay... That, that's all the details we've got so far. Yeah. Okay. So here, here, here is without knowing anything. Guys at the, there's only really four contracts, Mo. Let's just cut through this, all of the, 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 you know, the, the shenanigans here, you know, let's cut through all of the stuff. There's four contracts currently as is there are the max guys. The max guys are always will always get their money, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 Jalen Browns and all of these guys, okay, they get one hundred and sixty, they get one hundred and eighty nine million, okay. Mo, what's the difference? You can buy the same thing at one hundred and sixty million that you can buy at one hundred eighty nine million. What's the big deal? The big deal is okay. Let's get these guys who are doing the, the majority of the guys in this league are role players who are grinding, who are going from year to year. Let, let's just call it what it is. What are we doing for those guys? Because there's only four contracts. There are the the max, max guys. Deals, the rookie deals. There's the, mid, there's the rookie deals. There's the mid-level guys. And then there are the minimum guys. Okay. And, and speaking the of the min- minimum guys, just to jump in real quick, uh, more details I've just seen from Bobby Marks. Um, the uh, highest spenders aren't going to be allowed to send cash in deals. So they can't just send a pick and cash considerations in exchange for a player. They can't trade first round picks that are seven years away. And they can now not sign players in the buyout market, which pertains to players on those minimum deals they talk about. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. However, what are we doing for the guys, the majority of the guys... And we talk about this all the time. This is why, like, I, I'm, like, you know, at a certain, at a certain age, you know, I, I've lived, I've lived through too many of these now. That now I don't, you know, I, I want to get excited about these deals, but I, I just listen because of the following: the majority of the players who play in this league are role players. That's a fact. Okay, every team has two or three guys that are max players or players who are, you know, they'll be able to play and, 
and and play with a certain amount of freedom. The other guys have to they have to fill a role. They have to play their role. You have to buy into your role. And you, you want to take care of those guys because those are the majority of the guys who are working in this league that are allowing the league to play at, a, at, at the level which we say this is the best league in the world. That's the majority of the guys. Now, what are we doing for those guys? All right. So on one hand, you're telling me, Mo, that the teams who are willing to pay to go in the luxury tax, which means, Mo, those teams are trying to win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this again. The teams that are in the luxury tax, the Celtics, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Bucks. All of these teams, Mo, are spending with one thing in mind because they believe they have a chance to win. Is that not true? That, that is correct. And under the new CBA, deals like KD going to Phoenix or when the Brooklyn Nets went and traded for James Harden, they would actually be impacted. And I don't know if they would still be allowed under the new agreement. Again, without seeing it, I'm just so now we're trying to encourage people. You know what teams have the ability, or they they can do whatever they want to do, right? So now we're going to penalize those teams who are already trying to win by saying you can't now utilize your mid level, you can't now utilize additional cap spaces and exceptions and stuff because of the rule, but the teams who have already made a decision not to win mm-hmm. or determined they can't win, we're saying you can use X amount if you so desire to. Mm-hmm. It, 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 again, without knowing it, without reading it, I'm just, this is just my reaction. Yeah. So in the end, in the end, Mo, this is a league, professional sports. I don't care what sport it is will always be predicated on three things, competition, winning, and entertainment. And entertainment value, right? I mean, entertainment, okay. It's broadcast on ESPN, the entertainment sports network. (laughs) Okay, so in the end, that's that's the sport, right? We We want to create an environment that says we want the most competitive environment possible we want the teams who win in that competitive environment and then mo we would like to say and be entertained while we're doing it mo that's professional sports mm-hmm. so now when you start penalizing one and taking away something from another and doing all of these things mo then listen we all know mo there's only so many great players yep. however mo that doesn't mean that you shouldn't compete Yep. Like there's only so many Giannis's to go around. So yeah. now if you don't have Giannis, you're like, okay, well, I'll just be tanking a middle of the pack team and and, and, and Mo utilize my mid-level exceptions. And then now I've got a built-in excuse of why I'm not going. It it that's just my Mo. There's no excuses. Mm. No matter what, I had to play against the best players in the world. And I had to find a way, Mo. And you, and that's what makes sports great because, Mo, we love upsets. We love the underdog. And we love to see competition. We love competition, Mo. Well, most some most people do. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. So 
that's just my initial reaction. Again, I I I have to read it. I got to see it. But you know, I okay. It, like here it is. Like let's let's play. Let's get out and encourage everyone to go out there, Mo, and build a team. Mm-hmm. And build a team you think can win. Think about it, Mo. It's real simple. Build a team and build a team that you think can win in the postseason. But practice the way you're going to play in the regular season so that when you get to the postseason, you'll be ready to go. So, you know, I I, I think we're complicating it just by listening to it. But again, I haven't read it. Okay. Well, there's a few other things. Um, there's the introduction of the NBA's midseason tournament, which is going to be uh, pretty interesting. So the in-season tournament, eight teams will advance to a single elimination final in December. The other 22 games will continue with the regular season. All the games played are part of the normal 82-game schedule, and the only teams that will play extra games is one extra game for the two finalists. So I'm assuming that some regular season games will be designated to tournament play, and the prize is going to be £500,000 for each player um, involved in the teams, which obviously you might think of Jalen Brown's 169 million that we just talked about. Yeah, what's 500 grand? But for the guys you talked about on the minimums and on the mid-levels and the guys that grinding, that might be a big deal for them. So I was initially kind of hesitant about the idea of this tournament. Um, however, why not? Because if it's still part of the regular season and there's not extra games and we're still going to have an 82-game schedule, why not? It might make the regular season draw more fans in. Um, obviously, people like me and BJ, we watch every game. But for casual fans, it might mean a lot more if your team is competing for some sort of prize. Uh, they could be eliminated from a tournament. Um, it's pretty interesting. The final four of the in-season tournament will be held at a neutral site, probably Las Vegas, uh, which is maybe a little test for the NBA to see if a franchise would survive over there. Um, so that's the in-season tournament. Um, they're trying to do something like the FA Cup, which is a football tournament over here in the UK. Adam Silver says that he feels like he's had a productive conversation with the Players Association, whose approval, of course, would require to would be required to change the format. And he thinks that the players are interested as well. So that's that in-season tournament. What do you think about that? Well, my my. Again, I, I I have to see it. I got to touch it. I got to feel it. I have to be able to talk to people that I you know I, I respect in the business and and try to understand the economics of of why they're doing this. Then I want to talk to basketball people who you know that I respect, and more importantly, I, and then I and then I want to talk to the players to see how they feel about it because when you're playing in a mode. It's a it's a different brand of basketball, right? You know, you're playing in a regular season, and you know, like for instance, we saw the and we just talked about. I think it was yesterday, or the day before, we talked about the Milwaukee Bucks playing on a back to back. They play in Indiana the night before. They come in, they play against the Celtics on the second game of a back to back. They get they get crushed at home, and then they regroup and they play. Suddenly now, Mo. You stop that game in Indiana, and then now you have to prepare for a tournament, which is a single-game elimination. That's a different level. That's a different game. That's a different way to play. That's a different way to coach. When you're playing in elimination tournaments, that's a totally different game. It's a totally different mindset. 
now you're planning a neutral site. You know, now you're talking about do fans travel? <laughs> like who has the advantage? You know, it, it's it's a, it's a different game. You know what I mean? Like, like when you watch the games in the bubble mode, that was different than watching the games and playing on the road in the playoffs. I'm 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 I don't know, Mo. It, it it's the NBA game is a very unique game. It's it's the only game to me. It's it's the purest form of the game itself, right? It's different than FIBA. It's different than high school basketball in America. It's different than college basketball. It's a unique game. And now we're tinkering with the game and we're, we're creating a, a different game. So now you're asking these men who've played this game since 1946 with the same formula, basically, to suddenly now you're going to change it up and play these in-season tournaments. I, 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 don't, I don't know how this works. Maybe it's better. I have no idea. I'm, I'm open to it. I, I, I would like to think that I have a growth mindset, that I'm open and 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 that I'm I'm open to new ideas and new challenges and new things. However, I don't see initially how this improves the game. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't I don't initially see it, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't see how this is going to improve the quality of basketball. I don't see how this improves. You know, which you know, all of the players now are complaining about load management. Okay, well let's. Let's just get another trip in here and <laughs> go to go to I don't know where the games will be played, Vegas or wherever the games mm-hmm. are going to be played at. And let's just do that. You know what I mean? Let's just let's just have more travel and more of this and more of it and have a single game tournament elimination and da da da. Okay. Maybe it's better, Mo. I don't know. Maybe it is. So I, I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment here. And just say, uh, let me just have a wait and see approach. I, it, but it doesn't sound like it's improving the game to me. That's my initial, you know, if you ask me what's my initial response, improves the game. I don't see how it improves the quality of the game. I don't see where this is going to, you know, create or create an environment where the players will improve because of it during the midseason, you know, but Again, I could be wrong. So, you know, I'll just kind of wait and see, take a wait and see approach. Okay. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. There is a couple more things that have been included. Uh, the NBA will no longer be prohibiting marijuana under the new 70 year CBA. It's been removed from the anti-drug testing program <laughs> about damn time. That's that's what I'll say well, on I that. Be... <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make a difference. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I can say on that. That's all. Shout out to uh, Matt. Okay, Mo. I'm just waiting, Mo. Without criticizing anything, I just want us to improve the game. Okay, so here's one. Here's one. Here's one that improves the game. Here's my favorite part. As part of the new CBA between the NBA and the NBA PA, the all NBA teams will now be positionless. So instead of either having to choose between Jokic and Embiid for first team All NBA, they can both make it. But here's what makes everything better. Players must appear in at least 65 games to be considered for the All-NBA teams or, unless I'm mistaken, the awards such as MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, etc. It's one way to deter teams from resting star players frequently for low management. Uh, Long-term injuries will be an issue, but some players who haven't played full seasons have recently made 
all NBA team. So this season, Steph Curry, John Morant, Kevin Durant would be ineligible to make the all NBA first, second or third teams. Last season, LeBron James wouldn't have been able to make it. So, you know, I think, first of all, this one's pretty important for Joel Embiid. He's got to win MVP this year because with his track record of health, we don't know how many more seasons he's going to get with more than 65 games. Um, I think eliminating positions is fantastic. Um, but also uh, the the all NBA teams were positionless at the start of the NBA up until 1955 until they added in positions then. Uh, but yeah, so I think making players, they're forcing players to have to play. Now, BJ, I know how you feel about that and you feel that all players should want to go out and play, but they are forcing players to play at least 65 of the 82 games. If it was me, I'd say 75, but you know, obviously you've got to account for injuries, etc. What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Armstrong? On the 65 games, right? Yes, that- sir. Um, I know this is this is this is a hardwood for me, okay? And 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 you know, but but before we jumped on today, I I was I like to refresh myself from time to time with like coaches manuals and playbooks that I've players I've played against over the years. Right. And right. This, as we, just before we got on today, I was reading Pat Riley's manual that he passed out to his players. Mm-hmm. And I would always do this with players I played against. And cause I always like to know like people's philosophies, right. And as you were reading, as you were saying that, Mo, it just reminded me of I, I'm reading in this manual right now, right, by the legendary coach Pat Riley, and and I it was like, God, I was like, God, Mo, like I was just thinking about you. I was like, so now if you don't play 65 games, you're not eligible for the MVP. Well, my initial thought is. Who cares? <laughs> like the players have already said they don't care about the awards. They 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 don't care, right? Mm-hmm. Well, was, well so, they do. I mean, okay, some of okay, them. That's fine. Joel Embiid okay. clearly cares with the interviews he's been doing. Okay, so all right, Mo, you could say one thing, but you can do another. Your words, your actions, and your behaviors have to all be lined up. Of course, you're going to say what you want to say, but if you're if, but if you're not doing it right. It's one thing to say you want to be the best, but then you load manage. Well, it's not lined up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people can say whatever they want to say. I mean, since when? I just take people say a lot of different things, right? That's why trash talking is great. People are just talking. Who cares? Like Mo, who really cares? Like you're out there trash talking. Okay, who cares? <laughs> like, like. <laughs> You're just talking. All right, that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. That makes it fun. Okay, all right, Mo, Mo's good at trash talking. Okay, good for him. When is he going to start playing? Well, <laughs> you call yeah. me out. Call me out. This is hitting a little too close for home. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The, the, the trash talking sounds good, but when are you going to start playing? Well, he's talking trash. You know, he he's, he's great at that. Okay. In this manual I'm reading right now, as you were talking, I just went back to the page where I just, literally I stopped reading when you, when you and I jumped on. It says, "quote I'm just going to read this and then let's go back to your question." This is Pat Riley. This isn't me. He says, 
I am flexible except in two areas. Every player must play hard every time he is on the court. Every player must play unselfishly. Now, that seems simple enough to me, Bo. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Bo. That, it, 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 Bo. It's pretty. Hey, Bo. Since when now, Mo, do I have to tell the players, if you want to be considered for the MVP, which is an individual award, I mean, Mo, I, I'm, 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 I'm a little like, like, as a player who played, as a player who played with MVP caliber players, Mo, I, I, I felt an enormous responsibility to help that player achieve an individual goal within the framework of the team. Yeah, we spoke about this the and other vice day. Versa. So now when I am encouraging players to say, if you want to be eligible for an individual award, that just seems counterproductive of everything we do. I can't think of a greater thing, Mo, than to be a part of a team and to play on a team sport and try to achieve something, which I'll go back to the formula that we said at the beginning, that I said at the beginning, you want to compete. You want to win and you want to entertain. What part of the game now is I got to play 65 games to get an individual award? What part of the formula is that? Mm-hmm. Like, like what part of the game is that? Like, Mo, like, what part of the game is that? If you're not trying to improve the game, how does that improve the NBA game? Mm-hmm. We're trying to win. Winning is the game. Mo, winning is what this is all about. Any, you can do all of the other stuff that are, everybody can bring their own agendas or whatever there is. I'm going to read it again, Mo, so that we can just look at <laughs> I am flexible, except in two areas. Every player must play hard every time. Not some of the time, not most of the time. Every time he's on the court. Mo, that seems pretty... Is that asking a lot, Mo? I'm just asking you to play hard. I ain't I ain't say you got to play great. I didn't say, Mo, you got to make 10 threes. I didn't say, Mo, you got to win the game. I said, Mo, every time you step on the court, Mo, I just want you to play hard. And then the second thing I want you to do, Mo, is every player must play unselfishly. Mm-hmm. Mo, this is a team sport. 100%. Know your role, Mo. Okay, Mo, know your role. Play your role. <laughs> okay, play your role, Mo. Perform your role within the framework of the team. Mo, every day, practice your role. Mm-hmm. You may not like your role, Mo, but if we're winning, accept your role, Mo. Mm-hmm. And understand what we try to do as a team here. Now, since when, Mo, did Mo say, well, you know what? Hey, guys, I'm trying to be the rookie of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> Mo comes in to say, hey, man, I'm trying to win this, the, 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 the scoring title this year. Hey, man, I'm trying to win MVP this year. Hey, man, I'm trying to be sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. Since when, Mo, did this come into play? Mm-hmm. Like, Mo, this is a team sport. 
I'm trying to get come on. Imagine you and I are coaching. I'm trying to get guy. This is a selfish game. This is an unselfish game. I'm sorry. Played by self by played by selfish people. And it's our job, Mo, as coaches, to unselfish those selfish people. Mm-hmm. Since when did we start bringing minimums and maximums and all of these things into the equation? Mm-hmm. Mo, hey, man, you got a good shot. Pass it to that guy over there who's got a, a better shot. Mo, your teammate gets beat. Help that guy out on defense. And then you got to trust the fact that somebody else is going to help you. Mo, the coach brings you out. Trust the fact that the coach saw something that's going to help the team, da-da-da, that's winning the game. I don't understand all of this, Mo. It doesn't, to me, how is this helping the game? Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a role, Mo. This is a team sport. Mo, I made a commitment to a team sport. I made a commitment to Mo to say, okay, him and I got to figure out how to work together and understand what we're trying to do. And all of the individual accolades that come with that Mo, hey, that's, hey, man, hey, whatever. It'd be great. But we're trying to figure out how to win here. Mm -hmm. So when are we going to get back to what makes team sports great? Like, what's the team doing? Like, okay, if a player is hurt, Mo, <laughs> if a player is hurt, Mo, we have a responsibility to move on. Mm-hmm. I hate the game's going to keep coming. I hate you, so, Unfortunately, in the real world, we've got to deal with the fact that guys don't want to yeah, play sometimes. So we, they're finding a way to force them to play. Okay. That's what it is. But, but here, 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 here's why they don't want to play. Let, let's, let's address that. Let's just address that, Mo. Why don't guys want to play? Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Guys don't want to play because it's very simple why they don't want to play. We've devalued the regular season by saying nothing matters other than just winning the the championship. Mm -hmm. That's what we did. Mo, we did this. And that's why they want to put the tournament in as well, to give them something else to care about. No, no, no. no. But Mo... We devalued this. I didn't say we were right in this. Now, if you want to ask me what my opinion is, okay, I'll give you my opinion. If you were to ask me, not that you care, but I'll give you my opinion. <laughs> we always care. I'll give you my, you know, and, uh, no one really cares because if they would have cared, they would have asked. No one really cares. We devalued the regular season. We devalued the regular season because we've kind of lost our way. You know, a great coach, he just reminds the players what they already know. You know, Mo, that you probably, if I come down, Mo, and just took a ill-advised three, mm-hmm. does the coach really have to scream at me to tell me to pass the ball because Mo was standing on the basket with nobody there? <laughs> no, he's just there to remind me. Hey, 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 BJ. Might want to pass it to Mo, who's open under the basket. Mm-hmm. We all We all need mentors and guidance and coaches and people to remind us of our selfish behavior and say, hey, all right, I get it. You were hot. You made your, your threes, but you might want to tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. PJ and let's get back to the basics. You're right, coach. Okay. We just need to be reminded of this, Mo. What makes this league great? 
because the main thing that made this league great was Mo. We always maintain the main thing as the main thing. What's been the main thing about the NBA? 82 games. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Mo, the main thing of the business of professional sports in the NBA is the 82 game schedule. Mo, you can play 82 games and not play in the playoffs and you're fine. You can play 82 games, Mo, play bad in the playoffs. You're fine. You can play 82 games, Mo, and play better in the playoffs than you play in the regular season and you're fine, Mo. You can play 82 games, Mo, lose in the NBA Finals and you're fine, Mo. But you can't do any of those things, Mo, and not play the main thing and not do the main thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mo, this isn't this isn't astrophysics. The main thing has to maintain or be maintained as the main thing. Since when, Mo, do I devalue the main thing just to do the other thing? Because people say, well, you got to win a championship. You can say what you want to. Let's take Charles Barkley, because he always, everybody wants to remind him that he didn't win the championship. But Charles Barkley always did the main thing. Mm-hmm. He competed. The main thing, 82 games. The great players, Carl Malone, okay? John Stockton. They did the main thing. The main thing has to be maintained. That's what this business is all about. Since when, Mo, do you say, well, I don't want to do the main thing. I just want to show up in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The main thing which makes professional sports different than any other place is the 82-game schedule. The reason they don't want to play because we devalue the main thing. Uh, the regular season doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter, Mo? Let me tell you why it doesn't matter. Okay, let me tell you. Let me just give you the main example of why it doesn't matter. Because everybody knows the following. We play one way during the regular season and we play a different way in the playoffs. Is that not true, Mo? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so if I can see that, just little old BJ can see it. I'm not running the team. I'm not coaching the team. I don't play in the NBA. Why are we playing one way in the regular season now and a different way when the playoffs start? Because we devalue how to play. We devalue the main thing. So the reason, Mo, that these players don't want to play in the regular season because they're like, well, well, he he knows that you you can't play this way in the playoffs and win. So why am I going to waste my time running up and down shooting threes? I can't shoot as good. As, I can't shoot as well as Steph Curry anyway. But when the playoffs start, when we play a different way, I know I got a chance. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't want to play. Because why are we changing the styles in the playoffs? That's why I love watching the Celtics play. Because you know what, Mo? They play physical now. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to play physical in the playoffs. I, I hope it gets to a whole yeah. other level. absolutely milwaukee they play playoff basketball in the regular season 
oh, is that why those guys like playing and the other teams don't? Because when you devalue how you play and when you devalue winning basketball, then you, you're like, well, this doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to play. I'm just going to go up and down and shoot 100, 100 threes in the course of a game in the regular season. And then when the playoffs start, everybody's going to say, well, the, the game slows down and it's more physical. Well, well, let's play that way during the regular season. Mm -hmm. If we know that, Mo, if we know that, why are we playing that way? Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad at the players. If you want to ask me my truth with no one has, but – if you ever ask me, are you mad at the players for low management? I would say no, because they know <laughs> the players are too smart. They know, well, I ain't going to play this. I don't have a chance to win playing this way. Mm -hmm. That's why they don't want it. They were like, well, once the playoffs start, I'll play. Because you know what? Not everybody trying to win. That's what makes me upset. Why are we playing a different way in the playoffs? And when people say that, it drives me and I don't even drink, Mo. It drives me to drink. <laughs> because why are we playing? Oh, well, the game, we know the game is going to blow. Well, if you know that, then, Mo, let's use the 82 games as a dress rehearsal so that when we get to the playoffs, a la the Celtics, a la the, the, the that's Bucks. A, that seems uh, like a lot of work for guys who know they ain't going to be in the playoffs or be at the end of the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. So if you know that, Mo, then you're like, screw it. I'm not wasting my time. Mm -hmm. But Mo, that, that that's players know, okay. and I will never ever forget that. That's the one thing, Mo. That's why I'm always reserved about what I say. Is because I want to see what the players are saying. Because you got to listen. Like I have, I have teenage kids, right? Well, they're not teenagers anymore. They're in their twenties now. I got to listen to them. I can't just be like a parent, and be like, oh, well, I know everything. You don't know anything. What are you saying? What are you trying to say to me? Why do the players not want to play? You know why they don't want to play, Mo? It's because they know you don't, you don't, you don't know, and you've devalued them. Mm -hmm. So they're like, I'm not wasting my time. Well, if now if you're playing, if you're playing a playoffs brand of basketball in the regular season, Mo, mm -hmm. those players would play because they all know, like, hey man, I got to get as good as I can possibly be so that when we do get to the playoffs. Or we do get to the play-in game. Why are the games now, Mo, being played differently now than they are in 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 November? It's because now possessions matter. Now, Mo, people are like, okay, <laughs> hey, Mo, we got to get Anthony Davis. We got to get him established on the box. Yeah. So how do we go? How do we go one game where Anthony Davis <laughs> has eight points and doesn't touch the ball? To all of a sudden, now he touches the ball every time in the paint. And has 38 points the other night. I just watched it. So what is different now, Mo? You know what's different now, Mo? Postseason's right. Now everyone's now. playing. With... There you go. So I'm not mad at any of these players. I'm not mad at it because the kids are telling us, these young men are telling us something that we don't want to listen. This I get why, I get why the Golden State Warriors shoot a lot of threes. Because that gives them the best chance to win. Mm -hmm. But the other 29 teams, y'all don't have another, y'all don't have Curry and Klay Thompson. Okay, maybe Damian Lillard can play that way, but the rest of y'all, Mo, <laughs> you, you got to do something that plays to your strength. And that's to me, is why these players don't want to play. And when I ask them this, Mo, 
And when I ask the players why, this is what they tell me. So, Mo, this isn't me like just this isn't a hot take. Who's listening? Am I just the only guy that's listening, Mo? Or is this just, well, it's more entertaining. It's 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 fun to watch guys just shoot threes. Mo, how come when you shoot those threes like that ill-advised threes in the playoffs, now suddenly people are like, no, you can't do that. But now yeah. in the regular season on a random night in January, oh, they got they got up 63s. <laughs> 60 73s in a game. Yeah. So so Mo, this is this is a real thing. Ask the players. Don't I'm just I'm just repeating what was told to me by numerous players. Mm-hmm. That's why load management is here is because they understand Players want to have an opportunity to win. We mm. should demand that we're trying to win. We know there's only one team can win, but at least try to win. Mm-hmm. I hear it. Well, beautiful insights as always. That's the new updates to the CBA, and that's uh, BJ's expert opinion on uh, why players don't want to play. Let us know your thoughts no, on social well, no, media no, no, no. and, well, and I, Discord. I, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an expert. I, I I just I really challenge myself to listen I to respect the people it. who are performing. You I know what I mean? It. Like Mo. Like you know what I'm saying? This isn't like, well, because the game evolves. The game should change. The game should improve. But the players are saying something. When your kids are telling you something and you're just fighting it, what are they trying to tell us? Mm-hmm. Why don't they want to play? Mo, think about this. I'm gonna pay you Mo $30 million a year. And you're like, no, I don't want to play. Well, why? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be the first logical question? Mo, I'm paying you $30 million a year. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. No, nah, $30 million a year. I'll do, uh, $3 million a year. I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, I'm only going to ask you to play 82 games. Mm-hmm. 82 games. A year. And you go, no, I don't, I don't want to do why well, 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 well don't i have an obligation to listen i mean well, that, that that's not a natural response yeah it's sad it's sad but regardless of if they want to play or not we're going to be here doing our thing regardless and they all want to play now because the playoffs are almost here so stay locked in all week long we're gonna be back with more from the hoop genius podcast make sure you don't miss an episode subscribe share with a friend all that good stuff and most importantly also remember if you get a message from me on instagram it's not me it's a fake account but more importantly (laughs) or maybe less importantly today get buckets